to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. All right, you guys, you know how much I love VetCS CBD products for my dogs. Great news, they make CBD products for humans. I got the orange flavored uh, dropper and I put it in my Lady Grey lattes and it is so freaking delightful. So you can get CBD for your dog, you can get CBD for you. Check out VetCS.com and you can use code DisorderlyDogs for 10% off your purchase. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I hope that you and your dog or dogs are well wherever you are. Um, I really hope you guys have been enjoying Pitbull stories. It has been so much fun to have all these conversations and share them with you. But as per usual, in a Friday episode, I was going to share some training inspiration. And I gotta be honest, this episode is not per se training uh, inspiration. It's more skill set for you. So I wanna talk about shame, um, using shame, Um, and why shame is a no-go for me. So um, I think that something that I see across the internet and in real life um, through the industry of dog training um, is people shaming other people for the methods that they choose to use when training dogs and the methods they use when interacting with people. And I think that um, there's there's a lot of emotions. It's very it's very heated. There's a lot going on, and and I totally understand that. But I wanted to kind of give you my perspective on on shame and shaming other dog um, professionals, dog owners, dog people, um, because I think that it works against all of us. And um, you know, I hope you could already kind of guess by this after listening to the podcast and getting to know me. But um, shaming a dog person is something that. I don't know if I've ever done. (laughs) I have no plans of doing it and I don't think you should either. And I want to tell you why. So um, I think that it's really important that you take a step back and you realize that you have absolutely no idea what it feels like to walk in another person's shoes. You don't know what it feels like to own the dog that they own. You don't know what it feels like to be embarrassed, be frustrated, be overwhelmed. Um, You don't know their journey. And I think that coming from that standpoint, I think makes it a lot easier to avoid shaming people. Um, And you guys, this is especially for um, well-meaning pet parents who are doing their best. Um, I think that I know that there are a lot of you listening that are professional dog trainers, um, just like me. And I think that it's really important that we lead by example for not only the industry, our profession, but for the amazing dog people who look up to us and trust our advice. Because Um, If you're constantly shaming um, other people or other dog trainers, other pet professionals, I think that that really sets the tone for kind of like a spiral of more of that behavior. And that is definitely not how I want to show up in the world. And I really don't think that that is how you should show up in the world either. So um, I get this question a lot. Um, Well, these people are using an e-collar, a choke chain, a pinch collar, shame on them. That's painful to dogs. 
person. Um, guys, I want to encourage you to flip the script on that conversation with yourself about the other person and the, the tools they choose to use. Um, one, they are fucking trying, right? And for everyone listening, um, if you are new to the podcast, I do want to be clear that I do not believe in using choke chains, pinch collars, e-collars, any sort of overly aversive, punitive, rolling techniques. Like I don't believe in using any of those and I don't, but that does not give me permission to shame anyone who uses those. Okay, and I want to specifically talk about um, pet parents, and then I do want to talk about how I handle this with other professionals who kind of push those um, those tools. But um, for pet parents, right, people are fucking trying. They are doing their best, and for whatever reason, they've landed on these tools, and they're trying. And if you shame them, you are not part of the solution. You are part of the fucking problem. Okay, so I think that it's really important. I love y'all's passion for science. I'm right there with you. I love your passion for pushing positive reinforcement, least intrusive, minimally aversive. I love that so much, but that is all in vain if you treat people poorly if they choose other methods. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna say that again because I think it's really important. It is all in vain if you shame owners for choosing other training techniques, right? Like shouting from the rooftops that positive reinforcement is the way to go and then shaming dog owners that completely diminishes the whole process, right? Because the the positive reinforcement, the least intrusive, mentally aversive, that is for the human and the dog, both parties involved. Right. So I think it's important that we're holding ourselves accountable and we're not unnecessarily shaming people when they don't fucking deserve it. I hope you guys are with me on this. I know that this may be a little hard to hear for some of you, but I wanted to share my perspective on this because I think it's really freaking important. So um, I want to talk just a little bit about um, trainers, dog professionals who do push tools um, that cause harm to dogs. So I think that shaming them publicly only makes our industry look bad. It only reaffirms this huge divide that there is in the dog training world, right? So for those of you listening who are not in the dog training world, there's a pretty clear divide in the dog training world, people who use punitive training techniques and people who do not. Um, And while I'm proud to be someone who does not, I will never be the person who shames someone who does. Because guys, shaming people is oftentimes not about the other person, right? Oftentimes it's us dealing with our own inner demons. So I know that this can be hard to hear, but I want to push you to have uncomfortable thoughts because I think it's really important, okay? So if you are shaming other dog trainers, owners, I want you to really be honest and self-reflect that like, are you shaming them because maybe you use those tools and now you feel bad about it now? Um, I know that there are so many beautiful people listening to this podcast who care so much about dogs and they never want to see dogs harmed in the name of training. And I am right there with you. But shaming people for using those tools is not getting us any closer to the world that we all want. It's not. It's a depletion of your energy. Um, And again, it just, it really solidifies the divide in dog training that I wish wasn't there. 
Okay, so um, I think that shaming pet parents or other dog professionals either publicly or behind the scenes is an absolute no-go for me. I don't think that using shame is an effective uh, behavior modification protocol. I don't use it in dogs and I don't use it in people. And I think that we have to be really honest with ourselves and recognizing that if we are shaming other dog owners for the training tools that they use, we are not actually positive reinforcement, least intrusive, mentally aversive. We're nice to dogs and we're kind of dicks to people. Yeah. So, um, I think that, (laughs) um, this is something that I've learned. And for those of you listening who don't already know this before I was a dog trainer, Years and years ago, I was a server and a bartender. And in that setting, I learned some amazing communication skills between me and other people, right? Um, Body language, actually verbal language that we share. I learned a lot about kind of some of the nuance of like communicating with people. And I think that that tremendously serves me in what I do now because, um, you know, I always kind of was a people person. I loved working in the bar. I loved talking to my regulars. And I feel like that skill set really helps me now. I know that a lot of people who get into the dog training field are like, no, I just want to work with dogs all day and, you know, hate to burst your bubble, but that is not the world we live in. Dogs are attached to people always. And if you are going to shame people, I don't think that you are part of the solution like you think you are right? So guys, um, obviously I'm not for shaming. I think it's a no-go, but I want to, I want to give you some tangible ideas and some tricks that I use for, um, not shaming. Because again, I don't want to tell you just to not do something and not give you some other skills to do it. So here's some things that I always think about. So One, um, I always think about uh, the fact that I don't know the inner workings of that dog or that person's life very well, right? A lot of times I just see it on the internet or maybe I get a glimmer of it if they're an in-person client and I get to see them a little bit, but I don't know everything about their life. And it's not up to me to shame or pass judgment. My job is to support and be there for them, okay? So always remember that you don't know everything about that person's life or their journey, and shaming is completely unnecessary. So something that I am a huge believer in is just connection, right? Like having a conversation with someone, right? And and really being available to listen, actually listen and not pass judgment or shame onto that person. Be open to actually listening. Okay. It's not listen to talk back to them. It's listen to understand where they're coming from and offer support if you have valid support for them. Okay. So be open to connection. And I think that finding common ground, right? Like um, people who are using shock collars, pinch collars, choke chains, they want the best life for their dogs. And that's how they think they're going to get it. And I think that, you know, open up your dialogue. Maybe you have, maybe you both hike with your dogs. Maybe you both have reactive dogs. Start that dialogue from common ground. Um, I want to be very clear that I do not think you should ever publicly shame anyone. Um, I think that if you have constructive criticism or feedback, that should be done on a one-to-one basis, preferably in person. I understand that under the current COVID circumstances, it may be like a Zoom call or a FaceTime, but I still think that if you really have something constructive to say, if you are not willing to say it to that person face-to-face, maybe it's not actually constructive. 
Yeah. So really think about that. I think be thoughtful about what you're going to say instead of unnecessarily passing judgment and shame when maybe they're not going to be open to listening. Um, something else that I'm a huge believer in, in dog training and in everything is freaking approximations, y'all, right? If you follow someone on Instagram and you know that they use a pinch collar on their dog, I don't want you shaming them for that, right? But what I do want you to watch for is the one time maybe you see in a story that the dog has a collar on or a harness on, right? Maybe make a comment of, oh, that looks really nice. He looks like he's doing well on the harness or the collar. And I'm telling you, you guys, if we can build each other up, if we can celebrate small approximations towards better behavior, better tools, better lives for both people and dogs. That is where the magic lives. So I want to encourage you to be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. Um, Shaming other dog owners and other pet professionals is not okay. Is it okay for people to abuse dogs in the name of training? Fuck no. But your energy is valuable, okay? And if you can't use it to build someone up, I don't think that you should waste your energy on that. And I know that that's really hard to hear. And I know that there are some amazing dog trainers out there who are the first to call people out who need to be called out. And, you know, I I, I waver back and forth on this. I got to be really honest with you guys, because I really am not someone who wants to devote energy to calling someone out for doing something that I think is wrong per se. Is there a time and a place for it? Yes. Um, but I think primarily you should be focusing your energy on building people up, celebrating the small stuff that they've done right. And you guys, you have the power, right? If you follow an account and you feel like they just won't listen to reason and all they do is quote unquote abuse their dogs in the name of training, unfollow them, just unfollow them, <laughs> right? And I assure you that when you practice this, when you get in the habit of celebrating, um, connecting, um, really recognizing that you don't know the whole story, I'm telling you, it, it opens up a really beautiful place for you to live and exist because um, I don't know about you, but I think that shame is something that I have experienced. I feel so deeply in my body and it is a terrible feeling and I am doing my best to work out of that, right? And, and to not feel shame unnecessarily and and really a lot of positive self-talk. And imagine if I use that for myself and for everyone else that I interacted with. You guys have heard me say ripple effect probably so many times that you're probably like, oh my God, does all she talk about is ripple effects? But the positive ripple effects from building yourself up, building other people up, that reaches the dogs every single time. But on the flip side of that, if you're shaming people, if you're passing a bunch of judgment, that negatively affects people, which in turn negatively affects dogs. So please don't believe that shaming people is the way to make meaningful change. Yeah, I hope you guys are with me. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful to each and every one of you who spends your uh, valuable time with me each week. If you have thoughts or concerns on this, let's talk about it in the Facebook group. If you're not already a part of the Facebook group, there is a link to join that in the show notes. Guys, as always, if you would like to see training tips, training inspiration, follow me over on the gram at a good feeling underscore NCO. I'd love to connect with you there. Um, you guys have a beautiful weekend and smooch those puppies for me. I am already looking forward to the next episode. 
Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to learn more about us, please check us out on Instagram at a good feeling underscore in co. You can also find us on Facebook at a good feeling dog training, as well as our website, agfdogtraining.com. Thank you.